You are listening to The Think Tank, the unofficial NAFO podcast, brought to you by your best brain-damaged dogs and friends. Now please welcome your hosts, Matt, the TWAFO CEO, and Joe Place. Hello and welcome to the Think Tank. More pronouncing knowledge, less pronouncing nonsense. And today we have a slightly different episode because it is just the hosts. It's just us delving into whatever it is we want to talk about. We will be back soon with more guests. But basically, because our guests are all really busy people, uh, we have one for this week. And we apologize for taking such a long pause, but due to sickness and schedules, and whatever else, and Easter holidays, holidays, yeah, holidays. yeah. We, we've uh, been Easter, a bit busy. There was Easter, and then there was yeah. So yeah, yeah. anyway, we're back. I think we're back. We're back now, and we'll be back again. And yeah. we will have guests soon. But we My... thought we would have a episode where it's just us, so you yeah. have something to tide you over. <laughs> my my the, the next planned guest is very very interesting. I will say that now. Um, we, yeah, we've got really interesting ones for the next well month or two lined up. Yeah, we um, have. We have but very it's it's a very left field one. Next one. Um, yeah, we we've got like some people whose names I won't say because if if I say we don't have them for a few weeks, I'll be like, where are they? And it's like, oh no, they're they're, they're just busy. Um, but we have some whose names I think people will know, and they'll have some names are like no idea who they are, but they've got really interesting things to say. So I think this is going to be yeah, yeah. The, the the next guy is um is linked to a certain set of people who I won't say because it will spoil the surprise, but. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I'm so pleased he's agreed to talk to us. Um, he's actually been on TV. I'll say that now. Ooh, okay. Uh, I think a few of our guests have they? Oh, Ooh. I, hang on, I don't know. Uh, I think Nick Ford's been on TV, but yeah. I'm not 100. percent Okay. Um, and yeah, maybe maybe we have others who have been on TV. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I sometimes like these odd things, and it's going to be good. I really do think it's going to be good. Anyway, have you um, have you ever been on TV? Me <laughs> on the news or something? No, I'm really boring. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I don't know some local interests that are news. No, I don't know. no nothing. Neither of No, neither of no. no. I was asked to go on. Um, Oh, it was when the article about me was floating around. I was asked if I wanted to go on an ITV right. uh, morning thing or something. And I was like, nah, I, I just want to get rid of this. I'm, I'm done with, with this. <laughs> I don't want to be known just as this guy who moves <laughs> and gets misquoted and misunderstood. So I was like, I'll just put it to bed. And I had lots of other journalists like, oh, do you maybe want to tell your side of the story? I know you're not happy with how it was. Oh, like, nah, let's just leave it. I can't be dealing with this anymore. I have a bigger thing to worry about. <laughs> oh, it's really nice to speak to her again. Um, but there's loads of things that has happened. 
Uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about at least today, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, if we're going to talk, well, well, normally we do memes and we do copium and we do all that sort of stuff, but there's just so much news. And I think we'll just pick a topic and we'll talk about that for a bit, and then we'll go on to the next topic, and we can incorporate any memes okay, well, and I, into it. This I want to talk about. Can I? Can I go first? Because absolutely. I want to talk about then the the set of memes that I am absolutely obsessed with and cannot stop looking at, which is from mm-hmm. Flock, the Flock of Cows, which is the RA guys. Aha, aha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they just and they've appeared everywhere, and oh uh, dear, and it, I think I might be a bit obsessed, and I'm slightly concerned. <laughs> I really like the the forks, the felorks. So my new profile picture is the fella the felork thing. Uh, um, yes, with, with yes. my hat. I just thought it's just so brilliant, and I was like, I can just customize it, and it's so cute, yeah. and they're just so funny. Uh, and, I saw some Ukrainians have them as patches, like actual really. Yeah. Wow. Okay, he, the guy's made it now, so that's great. And yeah, but you go on his Twitter feed, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you can use my stuff. I, I don't mind, and he absolutely loves it, and he retweets people, and he's flock of cows, and there's three. Yeah, and there's 3D models, so you can make your own and paint your own guys as well. So, oh my god, that's things. incredible! And I, I just love them. There's, there's happy flocks, aren't there? And um, all sorts. I think probably if anyone has no idea what the hell we're talking about, we should probably impossibly explain just briefly. Um, so apparently, I, I did digging. So apparently, the original meme is quite old. It's from mm. some cartoons, and but they, they looked quite different. But they've morphed into like these little cute guys. Um, and they became sort of known i would say in the ukraine side of twitter and osint because they were sort of used to represent the ukrainians adding uh era the the armor the explosive explosive reactive armor to a tank and then it just sort of mutated we had them with a cake putting era in a cake and now they've just sort of become sort of a symbol of someone who is just sort of like innocently doing something they probably shouldn't would you say that's accurate yeah yeah that's exactly right and there's um because there's also reply fest as well which um where you basically reply mm-hmm. to everybody's post just to give it a bit of a boost um uh, my favorite one is the um, era guys um adding um tiles to an f16 and it's just got a reply written on yeah. each tile and just, yeah they can have that one again they can have that one again <laughs> Yeah. it's like oh matt please stop using that one no yeah no. i love that one too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yes i think it's like what us doing something wrong no that's i think that's yeah. the idea of it I yeah think that's how it's being used now isn't it yeah yeah it, uh, it's interesting how memes sort of change because we see uh sort of an artistic creating sort of combining sort of like an unwritten social rule about what it is but adapting and over time i think there's a lot probably it's just it's just internet culture summed up i yeah. think it's, it's really well i think it's yeah. interesting uh, there's a drone uh where it sort of crosses into the next bit which is the um false flag attack of the kremlin and the the first flock meme arrived of a guy with antenna on his head and he's sort of like <laughs> what me with the drone on the roof of the kremlin no uh so yeah i like the one with the little guy with the match but yeah um, <laughs> so what do you reckon then false flag or not 
I'm firmly of the opinion it is not a false flag. I'm quite Ooh. strongly of this opinion, actually, yes. Oh, please um, explain why. Okay, I will explain this, because it's it's something that um, irks me to an extent. Now, I, I obviously, I want to preface everything I'm saying. We do not know who did it. I do not know who did it. Um, but I have quite strong reasons to, to, to not believe it's a false flag. Uh, okay, so the argument that it's a false flag is that Russia would not have allowed a drone to get so close to the Kremlin, and they would do something like this to drum up support for the war, or do something else like lock up high people, push for mobilization, or being some people's view to start a nuclear war. Now, I think there's several flaws with this. First of all, these are like I don't know the specifics, but from what I understand, I don't think it was like a high-tech drone. It was like a Bioactar, right? It was some. It looked like just some small thing, probably made of plastic. Um, and it, it hit the Kremlin. And I read a good thread yesterday from someone who has experience in air defense, you know, saying how these things are actually very easy to go past the radar because they're so small. Uh, within Moscow, the air defense obviously isn't quite like it is in Kiev, which is highly active. So they would need a lot of permissions and things like that to get at, to start doing something. So it's quite believable that something could fly into the Kremlin. So first of all, it's possible it, it was an attack from somewhere. Uh, and but also the main then the main thing is okay. Um, so first of all, it could have been an attack. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility. And now why I think it's not a false flag is, is because uh, every justification for it doesn't make sense. Everything Russia ha uh, could possibly do, they've already done. They, well, to escalate a war, we have a war. To bomb civilians, they've bombed civilians. To purge people within their ranks, they've done that. Then everything they have done, apart from nuking someone, they have already done. And if they were going to nuke someone, they would have already done it. Uh, I, I, I think it, honestly, it doesn't really hold up for me. Now, uh, the other thing is, in Russia has done false flags, and they have before, they would attack civilians, and they would attack them probably further away from Moscow. By attacking Kremlin, that makes them look kind of weak and pathetic. They don't want to look that. They want to look like they're under attack, but still in control. So I, uh, this, this, and now, some people say it's also about the uh, May 9th parade. Now, again, this is the thing. Russians wouldn't want to cancel it now because they would look weak. Russians don't want to look weak. It's a whole thing in their culture. And now they do look weak. And if they cancel it, they look really weak. Um, and so I just, I just don't think it holds. And I think that if they were to do something false flag, they would do something a bit bigger. They would do it probably a bit further away from Moscow. And it would be civilians to really drum up support or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's why I don't think it's a false flag. Now, I don't know who did it. But yeah, <laughs> see, that's, yeah, I've been, I'm not an expert in these sort of things. And you look at it and you go, there's some guys on the roof. They're filming. People are filming. There is actually a Panzer, uh aircraft, anti-aircraft missile in Moscow on top of a, a building ready for this sort of stuff. Uh, but then it's such a crap thing for them to do as a false flag, as you say. And so yeah. I'm really torn because there's actually guys on the roof so it's like yeah. so is that maybe it, just people like tra tracing it or following it yeah, yeah, maybe yeah because that's what i can't ah uh, because it, it, if it was a false flag they could have shot it down with an actual missile and said hey look our billion dollar um aircraft system has, has shot down drone on right. and got the same effect but now it looks like they've got a couple of guys with broomsticks <laughs> 
waving at this drone, trying to nudge it away from the Kremlin flagpole. It, it doesn't I, make... It, it's so crap. It's so yeah. utterly rubbish. And, and, I mean, Russians do uh, tend to do things quite badly. So, yeah, that is not beyond the realm of possibility. They, they are, could have tried something and done it and got it wrong. That would also be very... Well, they are, they, but they are good at blowing up flats in their own country to make it look like yeah. it's... So they've done that this before, is, haven't they? So exactly, they, yeah. They did it for... Was it Chechnya they did that for yeah. in the late 90s? Yeah. Is that right? Am I, have I got it right? right? Um, uh, it, yeah, it was the 90s. It was actually well, not long... It was a good... It was a big part of, like, Putin's sort of yes. um, rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... This this sounds like they've bought a drone off AliExpress and then gone. Uh, let's fly it at the Kremlin, and it can sort of hit a flagpole and blow up, and then we can blame Ukraine and then do some extra things such as. But what would they do? Yeah, that's my question too. Like I don't. It's it's not that I don't think a false flag is impossible. I just I'm just not personally convinced. I I think I, it could have been Ukraine just as a way to sort of like tease them that they can do this, mm-hmm. or maybe it was some local thing. Uh, it could have just been you know some local partisans or it's Russia. There's there's a hundred and one different like mm-hmm. possible culprits, right? It's like um, when Dugina and um, um, the other guy blew up, you know. It's like, well, there's a lot of suspects. There's a long list. <laughs> um, so there's, yeah. there's rumours going around that there are quite a lot of criminals in Russia who like blowing things up. I don't know if you've heard. So yeah, yeah. so they also have they also have a history on that, don't they? So <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But either way, it's funny. That that's the one thing I yes. will take away. Either way, it's funny. Yeah, seeing um, two guys on the roof waving at a drone with broomsticks or whatever it was they had, just as someone's filming it, is just absolutely awesome. And I just think it's just so funny. And and I, I can compare it to what also happened is where Ukraine has had to shoot down one of their own drones because it. Mm. I think it went. I think it went wrong. I think the Bayraktar over Kiev went wrong. Yeah, they, I, I, they had to I mean, shoot it down. They had to shoot it down, and. That's how it would because that was an actual missile, you know, and it goes pow and blows up and you go, oh, their air defense is working well. That blew up. Whereas in Moscow, it's a couple <laughs> of guys with broomsticks waving at a, it's just rub, absolute rubbish. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. It's so funny. And it, I, it was, it's really funny how, you know, the, the Moscow, so like the, the Kremlin had to put a statement like Vladimir Putin was not harmed in the murder attempt, and it's like okay, we've come a long way in, in, since the start of the war. Now, now they have to do this. <laughs> yeah. So they, how many parades have they cancelled? I think it's up into the twenties now because yeah. they don't feel safe anywhere. Is the May night parade going on? I haven't heard anything yet. Well, I know 20, at least twenty have been cancelled around the country mm, uh, okay. because it's not safe. It's either not safe or they've actually run out of tanks. It's very possible. Yeah, either of them are very possible. Yeah. Uh, We've also got Putin is very upset about the coronation. I don't know if you've noticed the news today. No. Today is the 5th of May. I'll just say that now. Okay, it depends when you're listening. Um, But five Russian, um, like a Russian battle group has appeared off the coast of Britain and they're armed with caliber missiles and possibly nuclear and things like that. So there obviously there's obviously some kind of stunt going on because Putin didn't get invited to the coronation. And I'm guessing Zelensky has been. 
with pretty much everybody apart from Putin. <laughs> and um, Lukashenko has, has, has not been invited. So I'm hoping that it's just a, a, a stunt and they aren't actually going to start blasting away at Westminster Abbey with calibre missiles because that would be quite bad. Yeah, I'm pretty doubtful. I, 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 if they're struggling, you know, to take back much still, um, then, then I don't think they could handle taking on the British, like British Royal Navy or the British Armed Forces or SAS. Um, and, and that is an excellent. There's also lots going on about a possible withdrawal, isn't there? I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, it's really hard to to verify, and this is something which I I complained about on Twitter a few days ago because I do see a lot of quote quote experts basically citing Telegram channels before yes. anything's been verified, and then that verifies it in the minds of a lot of people because they look to these people assuming they know something. Where it's like, well, they've actually just seen the same Telegram you have, but they're meant to go beyond that. They're meant to be like. Hmm, this is what Telegram's saying. Let's look at the facts. Let's look at what we know. Or just be like, we don't know. I, I actually like it when people just say we don't know. And that's what I like to say, because half the time we don't know. Um, I, do, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a withdrawal, though. I, I think that in somewhere or another, because, yeah, the, this is what we're hearing about um, in the South, particularly, I think. Is it where, where, in Hirsan or is it in Zaporizhia or Blast? Like, okay. I think I'm hearing that, oh, some towns, people are being evacuated. and But I always hear this and nothing comes of it. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. I uh, think something's brewing. Something yeah. is definitely brewing. Yeah. I just don't know what or where. On the Grey's, I'm going to say, on the Grey's own Telegram channel. Yeah. You know, the official, it's sort of like the official Wagner channel, isn't it? I don't know if you know of it. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. Um, Not Grey Zone, the terrible uh, journalist. Grey Zone, the terrible yes, they had, terrorist. They had to choose the same name, but just with <laughs> the same different spelling, didn't they? That's, that's, I'm sure that's deliberate to, to confuse everybody. They posted on there saying that a Russian general who got fired from the government has um, switched to go to Wagner. And then this post is just like a, a tirade of um, abuse and slander against Gerasimov and Shoyu, and so I really don't think I really don't think they're getting on very well together. So yeah, I've definitely heard a lot of this, and like people having reports of like soldiers and Wagner basically fighting each other. Um, it's quite it was quite predictable, really, because what do you expect when you have a militia who are kind of under your control but give it a lot of freedom, but you're not really helping them, and you've now in Russia have got obviously a resource and logistics crisis. And the, yeah, the, how you, someone's going to be prioritised? They're not going to prioritise Wagner. And no. I think, I think no, they fun. aren't. Yeah, and he, he posted a video, didn't he? Where there's just a. Are you a Blackadder fan? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, there's that quote, isn't there? Where the um, have you seen the one with the Duke of Wellington? Yeah, many years ago. Okay, and he's he says, oh, his um, sort of like family emblem is um, two cross dead Frenchmen on a pile of dead Frenchmen, right? Mm-hmm. And. Um, this video, this absolutely bizarre video with Prigazin actually in it, he's just standing there next to a pile of dead Russian guys. And he said, yeah, we've just scraped these guys off the battlefield. Look at them all. They're all dead. And it's your fault, Mr. Shoigu, because you didn't give us enough arms. And he's just gone into a massive sweary rant. And you think, oh, my, how, what? <laughs> that, that's not how. And see, I'm not used to this sort of this sort of um these these this infighting in in sort of Russian politics. I'm in no way an expert, so I I'm not used to it. And it's just you don't say that sort of 
stuff. But he's fuming away. And so, is he going to end up in, in uh, going out of a window or uh, invited for a cup of tea? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he obviously feels he can say that. Whether I, he knows because he's got like enough security or whether he, he has enough sway because of at least what they have sort of quote-unquote achieved. And yeah, it's, it is, it's, it says a lot about the state of the army. And mm. the fact that I remember in like one of our episodes, like back in January or February, I was talking about, oh, back month, will it fall? I don't know. And we're still in May. And we're still, oh, yeah. oh it's the same. Um, here we go. Okay, yeah. I've got the post here. So it's Colonel, Colonel General Mikhail Yevgenievich Mizintsev. There you go. That's my excellent pronunciation. Beautiful pronunciation, yeah. Which Pingu has absolutely, he, um, absolutely loves whenever I try and pronounce anything. Um, so that's the guy who got fired and then from the Russian army, and now he's joined Wagner. And so, mm-hmm. and then on this post at the bottom on their main channel, it says, Yevgeny Viktorovich, don't call Shoigu and Gerasimov, except perhaps when you're in an attack aircraft. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, I'm really sorry, but it's just—they're insane. They are insane, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no other. There's no other reason. No other. So, um, so, so that's that. So we got Wagner collapsing and yeah. fonts collapsing. Fonts uh, collapsing. <laughs> we've had fonts collapsing. We've had what air defense doing? And I'm just trying to think. Uh, uh, okay, so I've got a list of things here. Uh, so yeah, drone strike. We talked about that. Um, right, we have um, one, one. Oh no, I will come back to this a little bit later. I wanted to talk about the irony of Russia accusing Ukraine of terrorism for the attack. Uh, actually, no, that's it. They, they. I just find it really funny how they is it call them terrorism. It's like right, it's not like you bombed the capital, tried to kill Zelensky or any, or, you know, had troops outside Kiev. No, 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 that's that's okay apparently, but. A drone blowing up a flag on the Kremlin is mass terrorism. Yeah, uh, I just find that objectively hilarious. Yeah, um, uh, accuse every accuse your opposition of what you are. You you yourself are guilty. That's the yeah. key. Uh, the the other big thing of the week, which we have to talk about, is the slap, the battle of the flag. The battle of the flag. Have you not seen? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Go on, you do this one. Yeah, so for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, um, or perhaps when you listen to this, this is so far in the future, uh, you'll be like, what are you talking about? There's nothing. Or we had several of them. Uh, this is the um, the the incident uh, in Turkey where the Russian diplomat tried to grab off the podium, off the flagpole, sorry, uh, Ukrainian flag. He was immediately apprehended and slapped by a Ukrainian, I believe, who managed to take it back and the like hotel security kind of intervened um but not like not really like they i think he basically stopped the ukrainian guy from beating the guy (laughs) up and yeah it's just very funny because he definitely you can't see it very well but he definitely got a slap to the face it it looked quite punchy it looked quite punchy to me but yeah i'll go with a slap yeah It, it was sort of like one of those i really want to smack his face in but I can't because there's security people here. So I'll give him a quick whack and then see how it goes from there. Yeah. I think what I find hilarious is, it's uninteresting to be fair, it, it represents 
how the war has gone for Russia and also Russia in general now. So in terms of the war, we see them try to do something which they feel entitled to do and immediately getting embarrassed. That is just everything. That is just the whole invasion summed up. Um, and then second of all, the, what I find interesting is how it, you know, usually in wars and things like that, there are still certain like rules that diplomats and politicians have to do, right? And there are rules that you must follow and decorum and all these things. And they're very important, these minor seeming things, because it, it's, it's the rules of the society we live in. And you might go, it's absurd how we have these rules while your countries are killing people. Maybe it is, but, you know, it allows, this is what allows for dialogue. This is what allows for diplomacy and international relations and all that. And here we see Russian diplomat breaking this very rule. And it shows the caliber and quality of the people who are now in these senior positions within Russia. And it doesn't look good for Russia or uh, the government, at least. And it shows you the sorts of people we, the, the world, are dealing with yeah and i think they've just been they've just been allowed to get away with so much over the years haven't they and mm-hmm. no one no one's done anything to it i mean well they novichok salisbury i mean that's the thing that springs to mind for me and then mm-hmm. um nothing nothing happened and and then then i found out the other a couple of days ago that there was a um pro-russian blogger who's been photographed in Donetsk uh, making TV programs for Russia. He was at mm. the, he was at the January the 6th riot. Really? But he had his arms around the shoulders of the guy, the shaman guy <laughs> matched as being there. No one's, no one's mentioned that. And it's been verified and everyone's going, Oh yeah, I, I, I knew about that. Didn't you know about it? It's like, no, I didn't. But what? <laughs> Because uh, I, I remember when January sixth happened, I saw some jokes that you know, or even people saying, "Oh, Russia's involved in this." And I was like, "Nah, you know, this is America. They 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 can do these problems themselves." I mean, yeah, I don't think Russia caused it, but it is kind of funny and interesting. A lot of things are funny and interesting today. I think I've said that about four times already. Yeah, uh, because, <laughs> because it's been a very weird few weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. it's very. Funny and interesting that that there was a Russian guy there. I need to read about this to see. I'll, that I'll, is. I'll, I'll send you a link and and we'll we'll pop it on the podcast page. So yeah, it's Bla- it is him and is it what's his name? Jacob Chansley knew obviously knows about him or knew him because they're there doing he's doing selfies. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a selfie with this Russian guy who's been on Russian TV. What the hell? <laughs> And, not and no one, no one, but no one said anything, and it's 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 known about, and because the American fellows are, oh yeah, we know we know about him. Well, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that should have been a bigger news. But as you said, you know, yes. this is examples of them getting away with all sorts of stuff for so long, and um, yeah, and no one does anything about it. Yeah. This is the thing. And this is why they thought they could get away with it, right? This is why they thought they could invade Ukraine. It's, fun, it's fundamental, yeah. isn't it? It's the fundamental reason that they did it yeah. is because they thought they would get away with it because we've been so lax in, in dealing with all their other minor... They've sort of just been poking away at it for 15 years, haven't they? And we just mm-hmm. haven't done anything. So I guess they went, oh, they won't care. And that's... Yeah. But luckily, Ukraine did care this time. Like, no, I'd, I'd rather you didn't do that. And but the, it's just a bit of a shock that people won't do anything about it. It's absolutely bizarre. Anyway, yes. What's what's next? What else has happened in the last 
few weeks that are worth talking about. Um, something else has just popped up, actually, and this is this is a live thing. Uh, two oh. hours ago, two hours ago, there's an account called Special Curzon Cat. Who ah, I've... yeah, Curzon her, her, Cat. Uh, yeah, sorry, my pronunciation. I'm going to annoy everybody throughout the whole series now. There's been a successful interception, and this goes under Copium, I think, is because mm-hmm. you know these magical hypersonic missiles that can't be stopped by anything at all and can destroy NATO bunkers. Do you remember the NATO bunker? Yeah, yeah, the NATO bunker, which was somewhere or another in some yeah, block yeah. of flats or whatever. Yeah. And but they 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 keep saying, oh, that was a uh, one of these sort of hypersonic missiles. And one has been shot down by a Patriot um, air system. And it's not even a new one. It's an old one that um, the Ukrainians have been given. Um, <laughs> it's blasted out of the sky. So this unstoppable hypersonic missile is, in fact, stoppable <laughs> with old American kit. So there you go. And that that's what they've got the pictures. So it's been verified. Yeah. And it's got an enormous Patriot-sized hole in the uh, nose cone where it was hit. So there you go. That's my copium there because that there's there's going to be a lot of Vaknik tears about that one, aren't there? Yeah, uh, I, I'm looking at the. Uh, I found the tweet you're talking about, and I'm looking up. So I see one person's like, "This is highly improbable," <laughs> and then I, I see lots of people basically going. There's an article I haven't read it, but it's basically saying that these missiles are not hypersonic. These are just it's, it, that's a lie in and of itself. So yes, <laughs> this was going to happen. <laughs> They're not hypersonic, did you say? This is what one article says. Experts say the Russian hypersonic missile Kinzhal is not hypersonic. Okay, so, so, they've, so they've even lied about that. And then they... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, there we go. Then they someone... have... A, Russia has a hypersonic missile apparently called the Tsirkon, but okay. uh, Kinzhal is actually not technically um, because... Aha, uh-huh, okay. So... I'm reading this article now. Oh, in purely technical, ter- uh, here's a quote: In purely technical terms, a hypersonic missile can travel at Mach three or higher speeds, i.e., I- five times the speed of sound, and the Kinzhal manages that. However, the modern definition of hypersonic weapons extends beyond the speed of the traveling missile, as it also encompasses the flight path taken by the weapon and how the projectile moves towards a target. So, and then it, I'm scrolling down a bit. Basically, it just it, it's it's not like that. It, so, it, it, it doesn't hit that. Um, it, 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 it says here basically, if Kinzhal is dubbed hypersonic, then so are all ballistic missiles in the U.S. stockpile. Even <laughs> SpaceX's Falcon Nine is a hypersonic rocket. So basically, <laughs> it's using a very simple definition which doesn't really apply anymore. Okay. And, so yeah. it, they're designed to make it sound scary, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now that it's it's proven that. It, it can be shot down by an older version of the Patriot missile system. That's mm-hmm. basically that's it. They might as well just give up now. Please, mm-hmm. can, can they just give up? Because everything they've made is shown to be a load of old rubbish. And yeah, I... and anything that they probably do have left that's like really, really good. I first of all, I doubt. I don't know how likely they would deploy it, and or would they only use it in a case of defense? You know. Or do they have all the equipment to maintain it, or the manpower? You know what I mean. Like they, they yes. maybe have yeah. some like shiny new things somewhere, but it's probably like three somewhere, like next to Putin's bunker or so. I, well, I don't know. Like yeah. the T fourteen tanks that were supposed to be super duper, weren't they? They were supposed to be absolutely amazing, and we've never seen one in action, have we? 
don't, don't know. I could be proven wrong, mm. but yeah, I, I think one was on its way and it broke down. I think that's ah uh, yes, that happened. I remember that. Oh, that was at the May 9th parade. It broke down. That was the one where the they were going to have a flyover with the Doomsday plane, and that mysteriously broke down as well. Um, but when when you watch one of these T14s, I've become a bit of a tank nerd. I will say that when you watch mm. the videos, it sounds like the engine is very very underpowered. Mm. So you know, people buy like a really flash car on the outside. Um, I don't know. So say say I'm going to be rude and say, do you remember when Ford owned Jaguar? Yeah. And they would put, I think, I think they put a 1.8 Ford engine in a Jaguar thing just to make it mm-hmm. look flash. Um, but it wasn't able to really push the heavy Jaguar chassis around. That's that. And it just sounded like an enormous lawnmower. It was, it was <laughs> straining to sort of carry this huge thing around. And I think it went about five miles an hour and the smoke and this, it was just awful. And I don't think we will, I don't think we will see one. I could be proved wrong, but it looks so absolutely rubbish. What do you reckon? I don't think they've got the parts for it either anymore. Yeah. This is one thing that, you know, as well, you know, because a lot of these things require high tech, small parts and maybe they don't manufacture all of them themselves and exports and stuff are being limited so they probably can't make all the right ball bearings or whatever to maintain them or they've been sat around and the parts sold god knows what yeah it it sums up everything with the russian military and their approach you know look scary look big but underneath the chassis under the hood it's just a lie yeah we saw that with the VDV people at the start, didn't we? Because they were there. Oh, just, yeah. yeah they, they, their main job, apparently, was just to scare civilian populations, not to actually fight. So they would yeah. so they would be dropped in, scare, scare the um, civilians, and then um, the rest of the army could then walk in. But they, I guess yeah. they weren't expecting to have to fight. <laughs> yeah, I think they just thought they could turn up at like Hostomel Airport, take it, and everyone would be like, oh no, I'm scared, I've run away. And like, but then they actually encountered, oh, there's actual soldiers and people who have also been fighting for a long time. Because I don't think the VDV have the, the current VDV had much experience anyway. I don't think they were in fighting in like Donbass no. before. No. Or and the Georgia war was too long ago. So I mean maybe they had some experience doing mm. shenanigans in Africa, but yeah, they, they hadn't really probably dealt with an equipped, organized yeah. NATO trained. Yeah. Force. I remember <laughs> I remember I remember hearing something from Mamuka about in one of his interviews. I think the Georgian Legion were there. That they were. Yeah. They were, yeah. And so they've got these poor kids who have been taught how to do sort of martial arts um, because that's what they did, wasn't it? They had those funny videos. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Mamuka and his and, and his um, guys who have been fighting for the last uh, eight years think, oh, this is handy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so everything they do is rubbish. Everything yeah. they do is rubbish. They can, they can blow up apartments and supermarkets, but... That seems to be it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. When it actually comes to fighting, actual combat. Yeah. Oh, okay. What else is there to talk about? Um, um, uh, we it, can uh, talk about the counteroffensive. Yeah, let's talk about the counteroffensive. So, on, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, not, let, I'm deliberately avoiding looking at anything because I don't want to retweet anything that I shouldn't. 
but that means that I know nothing about it, so I can't give anything away. So that's good. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I also usually, whenever I see people speculating, I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm just not going to read yeah. that. Um, um, so, but yeah, I think obviously Ukraine have said they will, they've started to prepare and they will do it soon they, they've been de- they've been deliberately vague no one really knows where people are making guesses you see plenty of arrows on maps i do actually quite enjoy that a lot of the internet has decided a lot of quote-unquote experts are actually like liars and they are like there's like a parody institute of war twitter account now i saw right. pop up yesterday <laughs> it's called isw intern and oh, i love no. it it's just it's just making jokes about maps I'm like, yeah, I drew these triangles. Like, is this true? I, and yeah, because I, I, I see so much of this. You know, they go, I think they'll attack here. Or, oh, Telegram said this. And they just draw the arrows and the, the circles. And and again, people, I don't blame people for necessarily believing it. I understand that. Um, but if, if you've been following these people a while, if you've actually know anything about it, you begin to see how wrong these people can be, how yeah. their sources aren't really re- reliable. Um, th- which is why I'm always preaching people like, please just double check your sources. What is their source? Just because it sounds like you want to believe it doesn't mean it's true. Just, 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 just look a little bit. Who, who, who is this person? What have they said before? What are their credentials? Like, what? Yeah, just, yeah, just do a little bit of work. I was just going to say, if you look on the um, on my pinned thread, there are a list of people who we have looked at and seem fairly sensible. Yes. So if you look on there, look on there, you'll find some useful people to go and you go and look at them. And they, they tend to be academics or trained authors or journalists, um, people who are able to understand what sources are and how to quote them and things like that. So yeah, that is a good place to go. My favorite map guy is O'Brien, uh, Philip yes. O'Brien. Yes. Uh, he always does excellent. He does arrows and he makes jokes about that he does arrows, but he generally is pretty right. Uh, when he does make predictions, but he does them very informed ways, he mm. doesn't say I'm 100 percent right. Like this is what probably is going to happen, and mm. quite often he's been correct. Uh, mm. He doesn't use, he, but he doesn't put people at risk. He's saying stuff that is perfectly out there. Mm. Um, I, 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 yeah, he's probably one of my favorites yes. for this sort of this sort of discussion. If you want to like look at what could happen, probably one of the best ones you can look. Yeah, at. yeah, he's been he's been pretty much right from day one, basically, and yeah. because I remember when. And he just said, this isn't going to go well for Russia for these reasons. Uh, and this was at the start. And he was right. So, yes, he's a very good place to start. Yes. I about, yeah. And so about the counteroffensive, you mm. know, so obviously a big thing is the weather. So I understand that basically in eastern Ukraine, the weather's still a bit meh. It's not like as bad as it was. Where I am in Uzgur, it's really warm. Uh, really nice sunny weather okay. uh, but but we're several thousand kilometers away so and obviously you know the tanks have been arriving bradley's all these things ammunitions on the way things look like they're giving up um but yeah i, I don't know every lots of people want to attribute every minor thing to part of the counterattack. attack well, one of the war is still going on there's still going to be small actions big actions we're going to see this yeah. Yeah. um so I, I don't know. My, my hunch would be they're going to try to cut, cut off the south and the east fronts right. and then sort of try to push probably into Crimea. Because for why I think a lot of people are saying Crimea is going to be easier to take than the east. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did do that. But 
who knows? What Ukraine has always been good at, and I did say this in another episode, is misdirection, giving out false information and yeah. tricking the enemy. And they've been brilliant at it, to be honest. Yeah, they have. And um, I think only about three people in the whole world, probably, especially after the um, the Devushka podcast. We haven't talked about that. But, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah, right? we can in a bit. But especially after what we discovered that America doesn't seem to have any internal security. Um, mm-hmm. probably best that Ukraine doesn't share too, too much, to be honest. Yeah, so, I, you know, that, that that I found, this is going a little bit off topic, but I do find it funny because, you know, a lot of people in the West always go like, why are we trusting Ukrainians? They're so corrupt or they're so, you know, there's going to be problems with security. And it's like, right, look at your own country first too, please, before you cast aspersions. Like, I'm sorry, corruption, like also America. Didn't your judge just take bribes and go on holiday? Wasn't your Supreme Court judges? Like, $16 million, I'll say that. This, If that happened in Ukraine, you'd be on it like a hawk. Like, yes. You, this, you, you, every country has corruption. We just call it lobbying. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah, and security. You had, a, like, what, a 21-year-old? Like, yeah, who, yeah, who kept? I think he kept machine guns in his bedroom, and tried to ask on the internet how to convert a pickup truck into a anti-personnel automatic gun firing machine thing. Um, yeah. But he was a, he was admitted into a classified. <laughs> I mean, this is going to happen when you have teenagers, basically in the army. But yeah, um, which you're going to have to have because you need young people. I understand that, but. Yeah, but maybe don't yeah. give them PowerPoints telling them literally everything you're doing. No, no. Right. I mean, I don't think any information was too damning for Ukraine. It was like, oh, we're worried about like their weapon supply. Yeah, but I think we all knew that. I, yeah. wonder, well, I don't feel that there's anything too bad there. No, I, 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 don't, I, think, do. I don't think so, no. Like, but absolutely, it was terrifying. So I think it's yeah. more the fact that it was it was even possible is the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. But I think there's uh, my view on the counteroffensive. I think it's going to be, to be further away than people think. I uh, think so too. Hello. This is the commercial break where if you listen to podcasts with two English chaps, you probably expect a beer ad. Today, however, you get an anti-beer ad. Boycott Heineken as they maintain a presence selling the rubbish beer in Russia. Instead, send your beer money to United24 at u24.gov.ua or visit boycottheineken.org to vote for your favorite NAFO meme. Now enjoy the rest of your show. Yeah, Donbass Devushka. I think it's time. <laughs> that so the f- first thing I heard about that was when it was it appeared, didn't it, on in the Wall Street Journal that NAFO had uncovered the the biggest propaganda network in the world, which is what the lady called Rachel Maddow, who I've never really heard of before, on NBC just said, "This has happened," and I went, "What? <laughs> when did that? When did that happen? <laughs> who did that?" Yeah. Uh, I saw the original account saying, "Oh, if you look at the video, you realize of this fish. Oh, okay. talk about fish. You realize it's her voice." But yeah, I'm not 100 percent who was in that investigation. Like, I'm not going to ask. I'm not really good on this stuff. Like, I this is the thing about NAFO. There's so many of us doing all sorts of things, and I don't know what's going on. And I've been in there since in here for 
since a long time, almost since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Same so here. many people are doing amazing things, and it's like so cool to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like um, Ragnar Sass and his trucks in the yeah. the sixty ninth sniffing brigade. If you want to give them some money, do that. They're great. Mm-hmm. They have NAFO theme, NAFO theme trucks, don't they? And where did that come from? And um, yeah. and then uh, there was, um, I think Trinzu went to uh, received an award for being best organization in Estonia, didn't? And, mm-hmm. and all this amazing stuff happens, and you just thought, oh, that's happened again. Oh, okay. And you, <laughs> you get used to it, and then oh, we've set up aid convoys. All right. Oh, we found all these spies. Oh, okay, and yeah. and it just carries on and on. And you think, oh my! But there's just some amazing people. And um, why did all these guests on the? Because I know what it's like now because we do these that you talk to the guests beforehand, right? On the yeah. Podcast. So well, at least someone does. Like you're maybe either they're high up, they have an agent, or maybe they have like so. There's some yeah. There's got to be some communication. You don't just turn up. Without any and, having no communication, that would be impossible. And, and talk to this Russian lady, yeah. Uh, and so uh, either they knew, on and they know, and they're in, they were in on it, or they are very dumb. If I'm so, correct, nine, most of the guests weren't Russian; they were they're all Americans, right? Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. So I think um, they, they could just they could hear the accent and be like, "Oh, yeah, she convinces me," because they know fuck all about. Um, about, about like dom anything they they believe what they say. Yeah. It, well, if if, always... see, if you look at the list, basically the, these people are. I, I'm going to be rude, and I'm going to say they're the worst American Vatniks on yeah. on Twitter. They they are known for their their brains. So no, um, I th- I was just speechless when I saw this list, and you go, you were talking to this person, thinking that it was, she was Russian. Uh anyway. I think I well, well think done to might... anyone. Well done to anyone who was involved in that. That's I actually think you might be correct, though. I think they might have just been in on the grift. Grift. I wouldn't be surprised because all of these people are grifters. They're all pretty terrible people too. So yeah. you, you know what? That's actually more believable than thinking that all those people were tricked. Or maybe it was a combination. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on my podcast and I'll give you uh, a grand or something, and they'll go, yeah, okay. I'll I'll talk to anyone for that. What do you want I, me to I always, Yeah, I always found the account suspect. I I never really seen her. I'm pretty sure I was blocked by her. But uh, when I saw screenshots, so, you know, it, everything was verbatim Russian propaganda. You know, so yeah. anyone who doesn't doesn't know who Donbash Devrushka was, she was a she pretended to be a Ukrainian or Russian woman from Don Donbass and. She always said things like, I was bombed by Ukrainians. They killed us for eight years. Repeating all the propaganda. Oh, she was Jewish. I think she was Jewish as well. She said she was Jewish as well. So, you know, she really kind of tried to appeal to the sort of vaguely left-wing tanky idea, you mm. know, that Ukraine is some evil Nazi state oppressing yeah. poor Russian Jews and Donbass. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out that she was actually a divorced mid-Jersey, a New Jersey woman, which is really funny. Um, like has didn't speak a word of Russian, had no connection. She worked in an aquarium, or something like that. Um, not not like a cool aquarium, by the way, like a fish shop. She sold like fish gravel, and she and, yeah, and she worked it. in the air force or the army or something as well. Yeah, navy. For, I don't for know. a very brief period, I think, and got uh, left or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not hundred. How she got set up doing this, I don't know. But yeah, she got paid for it by the Russian government, basically. 
tried to appeal to Westerners, and yeah. And it turns out, thanks to NAFO people, that yeah, she was just this Russian, this American woman, not a Russian woman. Uh, Jackson Hinkle still defended her, I saw. Like, okay, so either you are really in on this grift, or you are stupid, and or you don't like the thought that maybe you were tricked. I don't know. Could be either. These people have egos that are very delicate. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they like being proved wrong, do they? Even though they are regularly proved wrong. No, yeah. They, they don't like it. That was another left field thing, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, there's been a lot, actually. Because like, I think there was a while where sort of everything was a bit quiet and just boom, just mad thing after mad thing after mad thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What's next? What's next? Tomorrow there'll be something else. and be like, well, I'm I'm hoping that that um, Russian task force off the coast of Norfolk is going to go away and not do anything, um, mm-hmm. um, do anything daft because it's the it's the coronation tomorrow. Um, so I think all the world's leaders, apart from Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, and Lukashenko, are going to be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, uh, as far as I understand, Biden isn't going, but his wife is. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't think that's any personal grievance. I imagine he's just, you know, he is president of the USA, probably. It's probably wise not for not everyone to gather in the same place at the same time. Uh, so. No, yeah, there's also that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, I think we, we can probably wrap things up, right? I think we can. I think we yeah. can. Yeah, I think we've covered absolutely uh, everything weird that's happened. Um, yeah, the copium on the hypersonic missile is 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 good, and someone has actually identified someone identified the missile that shot it down, and it was a hit to kill missile from a mm-hmm. pack, from a pack three. There you go. There we go. So Patriot missile. So, Patriot missile. Patriot. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> they've got literally nothing now that can avoid the Ukrainian air defence. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to shout out today? Um, I'm just trying to think if there is any um, charity things going on at the moment. Are you involved in the NAFO um, meme of the year vote or anything like that? Yes. Yes. So I. It's not my thing. It's uh, it is someone else's. It's James Wagerfeller and some other mm-hmm. fellas. Um, but I have been helping them promote this, and it is the NAFO Meme Awards, and depending when this gets released and out, it may still be ongoing. You go onto the website, you upload a meme, anyone's meme, and mm-hmm. you also, while you're there, you can take a pledge not to have any Heineken products while they continue to operate within Russia. Um, That's it. Yes. That's, I know I'd seen it from somewhere. Yeah, so it's boycott, Hein- boycott Heineken, by the way. The beer's terrible anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's not very. <laughs> but they but, very but they own other beers. They own Amstel. They own other ones that you might not right. be aware. Of. So you have okay. to be careful. Um, um, I used I used to like Heidegger when I was younger. Before mm-hmm. I sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so I think that is everything. I think. I whatever. Wait, I'm trying to think. Of any of the charity things were going on. Well, there's certain things you should always donate yeah. to. You should always be donating to people like. United twenty four. United twenty four. United twenty four. They've got their NAF, the NAFO squadron thing, where you can get your own little picture on a drone movie. Um, yeah. Um, I think you can group together with your friends and get your own friends on there as well. It depends on how much you raise. I think. Um, uh, yeah, I should. I should be going on some drone uh, with some very cool fellas. Uh, oh, great. 
Nick Ford's going to be there. Goblin Borscht. Uh, yeah, I think they're both on the same drone as me, which I'm Yay. very excited. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's definitely uh, one to pick up. Yeah, so look, there's other ones. Yeah, so if there's a few of you, like, I donated like $20 or something like that, okay. but like there was, there was enough of us all to get on. So, you know. Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh, that's great. That sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. And so, yeah, do that. Uh, donate to the United 24, donate to the Legion, donate to Trinzu. Uh, Harry S is always doing stuff as well. And yeah. you know, uh, oh, and P Polina Shumakova, she does loads of stuff for Harkiv. Um, she always, yeah, she's also a good one to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I'm going to shamelessly self promote if that's okay. Yeah, go and for I it. I would also like if you want to, I've started writing a blog. And if you can go and read my blog sometimes and subscribe, if you would like, I write about things about Ukraine, about life here, and general politics, stuff like that. If you don't like one article, there'll be something else you like. So if you generally listen to this podcast, there should be something you should find it interesting. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like Andy Kay, you know, every tweet I put, like, subscribe to my Substack. No, no, just. Yeah, if you want to have a look. If you don't, I don't really care. I'll live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, please don't do that. I had a quick look, and it's, um, yeah. I mean, some of it's a, a bit um, above me, but um, it's very yeah. interesting. I'm, I'm going to start... It. From next week, I'm going to be starting something about where I talk about interesting things I found when moving to Ukraine. Okay. And so that, that's going to be, I think, very interesting. Cool. And, uh, yes, uh, if you pay me seven ninety nine a month, I will stop writing. So if you want me to stop <laughs> writing, you have to pay me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, okay. And if they uh, let's say you know if someone donates a hundred thousand uh, dollars to um, to United Twenty Four, we'll stop the podcast for um, a month. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Otherwise, you just have to listen to me sounding vaguely <laughs> perplexed about why Russia does things, and then Joe telling me this is why they do it. Um, <laughs> I still haven't come to terms with just how rubbish they are, you know. No, I know, I know. I'll never come to terms with it. I don't think. Yeah, it's just it's, <sighs> constant, it's constant. It's a constant shock as to why they do what they do. Um, <laughs> I've no, I've I've never found a good reason. My my Ukrainian friends just say it's because they're Russian. That's what they do. But okay. <laughs> yeah it's like you come full circle like you, you go like other oh, russians are like that you know you know that meme with the iq chart and it's like it goes up in the middle like the first the stupid person's like oh russians is like that and in the middle is like no there's lots of factors then you go yeah. beyond that to like hope tell us like no it's just russians are like that like, <laughs> yeah that's a really good yeah that's exactly it you do all this research and you'd go oh, I've, I've read into this and blah 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 and then you get then you get to the end of it and you just come to the yeah they, that's just what that's just what they do Oh, oh god uh, there, there we go let's wrap it up thank you very much joe cool. um, thank you we will have a guest in our next episode and i'm really excited yeah so hopefully humans listening uh you'll hear this soon and a week after this also we'll have the next episode yes. with another human yes yeah. brilliant thank you joe thank you have thank you week. for listening no cheers problem. bye bye everyone bye.